uh, global southern parts of the male anatomy. Gen- genitals in general. Mm. Anyway. But like not in general, though, because only... Right, specific genitals. Yes. Um, but more importantly... <laughs> genitals specifically. Um, uh, uh, feathery tubes. Sure. And uh, uh, Chickens, and, as they are colloquial now. <laughs> and the one that now lives at my house, apparently. Yes. This is the uh, uh, inevitable, I guess... Episode where Leo gets a chicken. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. <laughs> it's so li- listeners like all good writing. You didn't see it coming, but also in retrospect, it seems inevitable. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> you fucking oh, there's all right. I this mean, episode brought to you by Lay's potato chips. I mean barbecue chips on the pod. This is this is I am oh, this is, I am at my most chaotic for this episode. It is, it is fucking on. Anyway, I am having very mental health. Um, this episode is brought to you by the basic concept of chickens and lace barbecue potato chips. This They're really is, good chips. This is Star Trek sucks. Here's the theme song. My name is Leo, and I like Star Trek. <laughs> the man who can't speak right now because it's I'm Jack. <laughs> I don't like Star Trek. I like barbecue chips. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is this is absolute chaos already. You texted me and said what? you want to record tonight. <laughs> You told me last night that you wanted to do it tonight. Uh, so, listeners, a chicken was randomly walking around my neighborhood and came into my yard and won't leave. And I tried to chase it out of the yard, and it just kept going around me and back into the yard. So I just have a chicken now. And also, I'm here. <laughs> and Jack's here. And I later also, on, I have barbecue I'm, chips. <laughs> I'm going to try to make Jack chase the chicken out of the yard. And that's going to be our bonus content. I, I'm not going to chase the chicken out of the yard. The chicken and I are allies. We're co-workers I somehow. I have to think through this, but <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I don't know where you're... I don't know what that's... Um, Jack, what's good besides the chicken and the potato chips? I am having a great day. Good. Um, this is going to be a really... It's going to be an episode. It's going to be an outside of the normal curve episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a unique data point. It's definitely going to have the most uh, audio of me eating barbecue chips out of any episode we've ever done. That's true. Oh, God. There it is again. Uh, we are sorry. I am. Jack probably isn't. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck you, hogs. <laughs> This is worse than that time I tried to eat a hamburger while we were recording. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is the worst episode we've ever done, <laughs> and we've barely started. I don't know. So far, this is one of my favorite intros we've done in a while. Oh, um, does that mean you want to hear some more barbecue shit? <laughs> no, that's not why. Oh, God damn it. Um,
Oh, okay, I I guess I'm using the, I guess the chicken is what's good for me. Um, I got these barbecue chips. That's what... in the in the grand tradition. Like of... seriously, if you have had barbecue potato chips for a while, they're really good. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, and I know this could affect our friendship. I've never had a barbecue potato chip that I liked in my entire life. I know. I'm sorry. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. I, I mean, no, no, I can't... no, 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 no. We're gonna work through this like adults. What don't you like about them? The way that they taste. Be specific. Um. They taste like. Uh, I don't know. All fake. They taste all fake. They. T- I. All right. Fine. This is what's happening. I didn't say you could have some of my chips, asshole. <laughs> okay, here's what I don't like about them. Uh-huh. They are somehow not salty enough, which I did not think I would ever say about a potato chip. Mm. And yet, if they were more salty, it would be too salty. I mm. don't think there is a correct sweet spot for saltiness for these okay and um yeah i just the flavor tastes like uh it tastes like watered down tomato sauce and fake smoke okay well welcome to the final episode of star (laughs) trek sucks um we're gonna watch one more episode of star trek and then i'm going to murder leo with a gun um, this is a legally actionable threat. I feel like so when he turns up dead, I've, I, I feel I, encouraged to come to my house and arrest me. I feel like I would give you my address, but I don't remember it. <laughs> I feel like not liking the same flavor of potato chips is officially the most petty thing that you have ever threatened to murder me over on this podcast. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think uh, it is. I mean, I only just recently got to a point where I'm like okay with salt and vinegar chips. Have we played the intro? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, salt and vinegar chips suck. Salt and vinegar chips are better than yeah. barbecue potato no, chips. No. Put the knife down. Put the knife down, Jack. Jack, put the knife down. No, but salt and vinegar chips. I'm sitting are here quietly minding my own business. <laughs> Although I am You're gonna... eyeballing whatever this is. That's a hammer. That's a big old hammer. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't hit me with the hammer over the potato chips, please. Mm. That's gonna that's that would be anyway. Um in the grand tradition of this being a Star Trek podcast about the expanse, um I'm listening to book one of the expanse now. Yes. Uh you texted me about this a little bit <laughs> earlier today. I was in the middle of I don't even want to fucking get into it. Um, okay, I I have a lot going on. Um, hence the barbecue chips. Uh huh. You know, you know how when you have a lot going on, you're like, time for some Lay's barbecue chips. <laughs> Lay's hire me. <laughs> uh, this episode brought to you by Lay's barbecue potato chips or somebody else's salt and vinegar p- potato chips. Whichever no, one salt of and us vinegar sucks. Whichever one of them gives us the most money for sponsorship. That's right, Lay's. Frito Lay's Corporation. Fucking sell out. No, I, salt and vinegar sucks. I will change my barbecue, opinion. Good. I am available to change my opinion on barbecue chips uh, for the low, low price of some amount of money that you give us to sponsor this show. What the fuck were we talking about? You were saying that you had a day, and then I texted you about the the various yes. things that happened in um, the expanse. 
Yes. Because you didn't, I, you I, must I, not have gotten very far in the series at all then, in the TV show. I mean, I, I, I like every TV show that I've ever watched, I just kind of had it on while I was doing stuff. Right. Um, because I have cool brain. Um, yeah. Medically diagnosed cool brain. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But anyway, you have the floor, I guess, is what I'm getting at here. Oh, I was just going to say uh, the books, uh, the the more uh, time I spend with the books, the better they are than the TV show. And yes. the, the more things that I find, because so we've, and we've already discussed this uh, both on and off mic several times, that um, it seems like every single change that the TV show writers make is bad. Yes. Um, and so the best the the best that that show ever is is when it is as faithful as it can possibly be uh, to the source material, and uh, the rest of the time it's doing things like, well, Amos seems like a guy who should try to not be the way that he is. So let's put that in the show. He should feel he should he should be struggling with the violence of his past. Right. Yeah. 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 Just misunderstanding what the characters are for. Um, one one thing you texted me was I you said, and I quote, I don't think I ever actually read the first book. No, I didn't. Expand on that. I did not read I, I had this is my first time re- I'm calling re- listening to it reading. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I had seen I had watched through uh, the series up until, and I think it was season three of the series when the the uh, it, the show took the uh, the the three way power struggle between Michio Pa and uh, and uh, and Clay Ashford and uh, and um, Bull and just removed Bull from the situation and turned a three way power struggle into a two way power struggle yes. and it didn't fucking make any sense and it bothered me the entire season to the point where I don't even think I finished that season um, and that was when I started reading the books. But I think I picked okay. up. I think I picked up the story in the books. I think I like. I I started listening to the first book, and I was like, "Eh, this sounds like it's pretty much the same." I think I already know all this stuff, and maybe the same thing with the second one. So this mm-hmm. is my first time actually listening all the way uh, through the books and finding out things like um, the uh, the the politics of Earth are not present nope. in this book at all. This book spends zero amount of time on zero, Earth. Zero, zero pages. The t- about the Earth. TV the TV series spends a substantial amount of mo- time. Which I, I I understand why the TV series does that because like Christian Avasarala or whatever, yeah, um, is an incredibly important figure. True, and it's it is hard for a TV series to just on their second series second season be like, okay, here's one of the lead characters yeah you didn't have it before now you have it like shut up yeah you know yeah and i so i i kind of get that but yeah the the way that they get there is writing in an extremely fringe character um into this like yeah yeah, yeah. machinating i do actually remember that part from the first step the the first first season season. Yeah. yeah and it's like Okay. Wait, who the fuck is this guy? Like he's what? basically yeah. just a, a person to that's there to be extraordinarily renditioned. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, yeah, bad. Don't do that. Yeah, um, do the books. Do the, do the books. Read the books. We are, ex- we are explicitly a podcast about the Expanse novels. 
<laughs> only the novels. The only reason... We, we are not a podcast about any TV show. <laughs> the only reason to watch The Expanse TV show is to find out whether you care at all about the world that is in that that this that this show and book series covers. Yes. So if you get through one or two episodes and you're like, yes, I want to know more about this story, throw the the DVDs that I assume the VHS tapes that you're watching yes. it on. Take all of the VHS yeah, tapes. The VHS tapes that the, that came in a suitcase. Take that your, you spent three hundred dollars on. Take, take the take laser those. disc out of the laser disc player. Take them to my apartment complex. Leave them outside my door, and I'm gonna make explosives out of them. Just kidding, psych. No, I won't. Can you make explosives out of videotapes? I mean, you can make explosives yeah. out of anything if you if you got the willpower. Um, it's true. Even bunnies. Psych, just kidding. No, you can't. Um, yes, I said even bunnies. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway, long story short, what was the point of this? Where, where were we? I have no fucking idea. Um, do you want to... Do we have anything else? We did what's good. We did what's good. We talked about the expanse. We probably we recommended everybody read the expanse again. Uh, like, and seriously, ironically, like seriously, like read the expanse. It's really good. I'm I'm now on to what will officially be my third ish time through this series in book form. Um, mostly through audio, I did read through like a book and a half because I couldn't get the audio books fast enough last summer when I was doing this. Um, they're still really fucking good. Yes. Um, yeah, I've read them cover to cover, uh, twice now with the, the, like the meaty bits in your face above your nose. Your visor? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've, I've scanned them with my visor, <laughs> um, cover to cover twice now and, when the new one comes out, I will probably start at the first one and read cover to cover. Yeah. Because they're really good. Yeah. It's the best sci-fi being made currently, and no one's paying me to say this, even though it kind of sounds like someone is. It'd be really weird. It'd be a really... If someone was paying me to say this, it would be like, oh, God. <laughs> That's not... We shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he has a lot going on. <laughs> the guy who write that right who wrote that check has to explain it at the board meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and here's some of our uh, expendables and yeah, moving on next slide. I'm sorry, can you go back to that? Can you go back to where you paid $5,000 to a communist anarchist Star Trek podcaster to say the books were good? I'm not an anarchist. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, most people think those things are the same thing. Uh, whatever. A, a leftist uh, Star Trek podcaster. Anyway, it was not responsible of them to give you $5,000 to endorse the, that book series. Yeah, certainly not for me to just kind of like limp it across the finish line <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, okay, I don't know what uh, episode is coming up here, and the computer's asleep, and I'm, I don't feel like editing, so I'm not going to do that long pause thing. So we're just sure. going to go watch Star Trek. Here we go. Goodbye. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. Brad is jacking off. 
Star Trek! My, uh, my uh, platonic friend of the show, my platonic friend Rachel, just texted me, should I get into Star Trek? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to text her back, no. That's <laughs> a little real-time glimpse into my life, ladies and gentlemen. Tell, tell her uh, that she should start with this episode. Because if you start with this episode and you still want to see more, then clearly you have an inexplicably deep love for Star Trek. Okay, here's what happened. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me what happened in this episode because I was nodding off. I, so, you know, to skip, to, to skip towards the end, you know... Um, Will Wheaton gets a real pa- like a long, just a real banger of a of a passionate speech. You know, mm-hmm. this is great mm-hmm. monologue, and I was genuinely falling asleep during it. It was, I mean, it's it's late into the evening for me, uh, not that late, but you know, it's it's into the evening. Um, anyway, it was very boring. Okay, so here's what happened: is the ship had to send Picard to negotiate some bullshit and the Uh guy that they sent to pick him up Uh was flying a a ship with what i referred to as chekhov's thruster modifications yeah yeah i I guess i sort of recall that like he was like it makes it go faster yeah no the reason you've never seen it done this this way before is because it's so good you don't know about it i'm I'm cooler than you i did a thing that none of the other people in the whole because you know how, you know how you like to improvise with space travel. Yeah, uh, I've just been whipping up my own unique hot takes. Yeah, just, on various space finds. Find them in my notebooks. Jack's notebook fell down. You guys, he's real frustrated. Uh, God damn it. Okay, so yeah, and then um, he. And so this whole thing, this whole episode it hinges around Wes uh, getting into Starfleet Academy. But as uh, listeners of the pod and fans of this show will already be aware, Wes had already gotten into fucking Starfleet Academy. <sighs> yeah. The reason that he is not currently in Starfleet Academy is because he was not ready to go. And that's not even a judgment thing. It doesn't matter. He's fucking 12. So it's fine if he doesn't want to go to fucking military yes, school. That's on, honestly, no one should encourage him to go to military school because he's a child. Yeah. He's a boy. Yeah. It's, it's actually reckless of all of the adults around him to be like, yeah, you want to you want to do this for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, don't worry. It's about science with guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the T-shirt for the episode. I science already, with guns. <laughs> I already have the one, the picture of Warp that says "scientific punching." I mean, science with guns is an incredible <laughs> phrase, though. All right, I'll make a science with guns shirt. <laughs> I mean, I'll buy it. Wear <laughs> uh, it to work, and people will be like. What does your shirt mean? I'm gonna be like, we already went through this with the train good car bad shirt. My shirts are inscrutable. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so the our B plot gets introduced as the captain and Wes are about to go off with the A plot, and it is that uh, there's some ship. 
shitting radiation all over a planet, and on that planet, the makeup artists have gotten out of control again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the planet of of prostheses. Um, it is the planet of an animal that evolved with some sort of weird tendons covering its mouth from top to bottom. Yeah, just evolutionary pressures um, selecting whatever mutation had the most shit on its head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you put it that way, that's kind of birds. I guess they're just kind of birds. (laughs) Okay, there's another T-shirt. It's kind of birds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm so tired so <laughs> i feel okay. like i'm going to die <laughs> so the guy with the fucking uh check out thruster modifications his fucking ship crashes uh on uh 130 degree uh desert moon planet um we get a a, a nicely shoehorned in uh environmental message with regards to the planet that uh, that is having radiation shattered all over it, because they're like, oh, they just somebody just threw all this this whole ship full of radiation away, so it wouldn't be their problem, but it's always going to be somebody's problem. Except that's fucking stupid. Hashtag so, Earth Day. I have written down several times in my notes, and a lot of my notes I can't read. Um, <laughs> you scribbled them very angrily. Um, but a thing I've written down a couple times is this show isn't very good. Um, because like, you know, what's actually really big and can just sort of like diffuse radiation. Yeah. Space. space. Yeah. It's fucking huge as shit, yeah. man. It's so goddamn big. Like think of the biggest thing you can imagine. It's bigger than that motherfucker. Yeah. It's like a lot bigger than that. You fucking asshole. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> why, why me? Tweet at me. No, I was, <laughs> talking, I was talking tweet to the listener. <laughs> listeners, tweet at Jack about the largest things you can imagine. Send yes. him pictures of them. At who is Jack Gunn. Tweet at me with the largest things you can imagine. And I guarantee my response will be, no, space is bigger than that, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> Oh god damn. I hate it. doing this podcast. This show sucks. <laughs> you love this podcast. Okay, so um our alien uh what do you uh, like our our fucking um our our pseudo Han Solo with a with a shuttlecraft crashes them our on pseudo solo. Yeah. Sure. Han Han pseudo anyway. My thing was fine you didn't need to do it you didn't need to tag it let's be honest neither of them were that good pseudo solo okay um, listeners tweet at us <laughs> thought my thing was fine so they <laughs> fucking start walking to go find some caves and there's uh some arguing and we find out that the uh our that pseudo solo is carrying a pocket flask jag would you like to describe the size of the pocket flask that this guy is using as once again a pocket flask uh unreasonable it's it is a full fit it is a 750 milliliter yeah my man just walking around with the bottle just yeah <laughs> in his pockets i mean I'll, I'll get a pint as a pocket flask but yeah no I, this I, is out I, of control yeah, this is no, unreasonable this, this is a uh, um 
yeah, no, don't. And it's so it's 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 funny that moment when he pulls it out of his pocket and drinks from it because like I really think that the writers were trying to like they thought they had made it ambiguous as to what was in there. Like it, like the the viewers, right. like the, their intention or their hope was that the viewer would at least be like, "Oh, was that water? Is he hiding water?" Because uh, no, because they don't have any water for anybody to drink. Uh-huh. But you see that, and you're like, "That's a liquor bottle." Yes, that's that, that man is drinking liquor. That is literally a as a, am I <laughs> a commercially produced liquor bottle that has simply had the labels steamed off of it. <laughs> After being purchased by the props department of this show, how far are we into the season? Uh, four or shit? No, I think that was like that was ten. Um, I didn't even look okay. because uh, I I forgot to pull up the 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 Wikipedia. So one thing I've learned, um, being uh, <laughs> professionally covering a TV <laughs> show, oh God, uh-huh. I didn't even get through that. Um. Is that uh, uh, as the season nine. goes on? God, that's that was episode that's nine. pretty early. Yeah. So the point I'm trying to make does not apply here. But as the season goes on, they start to run out of money because usually uh, they have like a big finale planned and they've they've spent all the money for that. Right. And then they're you know because like no project has no project comes in without any unforeseen expenses. So like yeah, they're running out of money at at a certain point in the season, but we're at episode nine. Like get it get it together, guys. Yeah, <laughs> like it can't just be a bottle of Smirnoff that you steam the labels off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was rough. Um, so we oh oh oh, so they finally get to the caves, and uh, we can see the inside of the caves, and there are very clearly stairs. And uh, okay, fucking. Uh, I felt like I was losing my fucking mind. Oh yeah, there. no, there were definitely stairs. No, I know, but like they didn't acknowledge no. that there were stairs, and they were like, "Well, these could be carved by water. These yeah. could be limestone caves. These could be old lava tunnels." And it's like, no, there's stair. We can all see the stairs. Yeah, that that's cut by. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. This is clear. Like, maybe, yeah, like, yes, maybe the cave existed, but like somebody has been here that cut stairs into the fucking cave. Yeah. You fucking assholes. I hate this show. <laughs> I hate having to do this podcast. I hate you. I hate the listener. I hate the format he, of podcasting. He doesn't mean it, listeners. He doesn't mean it, podcasting. He loves you. I just like this beer I'm drinking. <laughs> This episode brought to you by Lay's Barbecue Potato Chips and Firestone Walker Mind Haze. Yes. Um. So yeah. So, oh, 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 that's also when we got fucking um, my favorite line of the entire episode is when they found his liquor bottle and he's like, "It's medicinal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy kind of that guy was cool. Actually, <laughs> I like that guy a lot. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, like what <laughs> if if they reshot this episode from his perspective where he's just like this cool cowboy who you know yeah gets drunk all the time kind of doing and his thing and, yeah, yeah he's yeah. just yeah he would totally be the hero of the story yeah it's it very minor script tweaks would make this guy seem 
like the fucking hero of this thing. Yeah. And I'm I'm on board for it because the hero of the story is the world's whiniest 12-year-old boy. I honestly didn't find him nearly as annoying uh, this on this episode as he mm-hmm. has been in many. That's because you're a whiny 12-year-old boy at heart. Yeah, that's that's I'm being very confrontational in this episode. You are. I'm just kind of letting it roll. I'm, ti- um, I'm tired and punchy. <laughs> but you're. I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a whiny five year old boy where I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm trying to acknowledge the fact that it is not an unfair observation to say that I am a whiny twelve year old boy at heart. Anyway, okay, it's, it's an unkind observation, and I'm sorry. That's, that's true. Um, yeah. So and I so this suffers from uh, the same basic problem that we're all that that any time they try to make a life and death situation on this show, um, it's always going to suffer from the problem of the audience knowing that that right, nobody because it's die. a serialized show and um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, you could argue that the fact that T- Tasha died, uh, you know, uh, in in season one could make it so that yeah, you but might. They're, be- they're not killing John Luke Picard, right? Like, come on. The, yeah. Um, so that was that, that, that like, is honestly, this works a lot better. I mean, I know this is like a coming of, it's supposed to be a coming of age thing for Wesley, which is badly handled, and, uh, very badly bungled. Um, but like this would make, this would work a lot better if it was Wesley who was on the cusp because it's like, yeah, I could see them killing off this piece of shit character. <laughs> yeah, with this like bad child actor. <laughs> I mean, or if we if it was just if because yeah, I mean the bottom line is a serialized show. The point of the show is not to to kill people off. Um, so it's not like you know you fast forward twenty years and you've got Game of Thrones and everybody knows that one of the things about Game of Thrones is that anybody sure. can die. So okay, um, and in this case, it's just yeah, I, I have a hard time putting myself in the mind space of being genuinely worried about the characters here. Cause I'm like, yeah, they're going to be fine. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, uh, and um, I don't know if this was, if it was a new show, cause obviously my perception is, t- it has to be tainted by the fact that, uh, you know, yes, that I know that we, that I we know live that in we an era die. of, of post prestige TV, t- TV, prestige TV, <laughs> prestige as, TV, as the, Pre- as the French call it. Um, <laughs> le prestige TV. Yep. Yes. Um, but I don't know. Like, did, were people falling for this back then? I don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, this is one of the only notes I wrote down that I actually want to uh, uh, explicitly note, which is um, Wes, when he thinks Picard is dying, says, I never thought I would have the courage to tell you this, but... And then he's like, yeah, you're an inspiration to me, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I wrote down, uh, I jack off super weird. <laughs> <laughs> I do it weird. <laughs> never, I've never told anybody about how I do it, but it is, it is an ordeal. <laughs> I, I didn't know how anybody else was doing it, so I just kind of, my mom could not explain it to me. So I just, <laughs> I spent a bunch of time on the holodecks and just, just figured out a bunch of some some things, some ways, some stuff that I don't. We don't need to go into what it is. We don't listen, need to go. Listen, I I do come, but in retrospect, I don't think I'm doing it the way everyone else does it. After I had already come up with my system, <laughs> at that point, I found out about some other people's systems, and we don't have to get into how I found that out. Right. 
Yeah, but, but I just I just want to come clean. When I found it out, I don't do it regular. It's style. not not the same way. It's not hurting anybody. Nope. Well, it hurts me a little bit, <laughs> but it's very. I'm trying not to judge myself here, but wrong feels like the word to describe it. Yes. Incorrect, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to shame myself. Non-standard. So. That's a good non-judgmental way. OTR, other than regular. <laughs> yes. Um, and again, not hurting anybody but me and not hurting myself that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i just want to continue continue imagining the deathbed confessions that wes picard is like i just want to die <laughs> if i close dying my- of thirst takes so goddamn long this kid has been talking like Sort of vaguely, without any specificity, talking about how he jacks off for 45 minutes. <laughs> Do you know how bad it is to want him to explain to me what his weird jack-off thing is yeah. now? I'm dying Just so first. I don't... I'm imagining every possible weird jack-off thing now because he just keeps telling me he's got a weird jack-off thing. I'm dying of thirst, which is one of the worst ways you can go. But the most annoying thing is that I don't know how this 14-year-old boy masturbates. <laughs> Like the, the most anguish that I'm experiencing is that I don't know how this awful child who is for some reason one of my bridge crew masturbates. Uh, man, I really, I really hope the writers, I really hope this is what the writers intended. Everybody, buckle up for next week's uh, cold open because. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am probably not going to write that because I am lazy uh, and also am overworked. Uh, uh, okay, so um, there's <laughs> so we find out that when the energy alien that protects the water fountain, oh, they found a water fountain by the way, by the way, in the cave with the stairs. Yes, so. It's almost like it was a uh, 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 cave that was made by somebody. To hold a water fountain. Yes. Yeah. So they find a water fountain in a cave with stairs, but it's protected by an energy alien. And then uh, fucking Captain Gung-Ho dipshit immediately, like literally without discussing or considering any other alternatives, is like, I bet if I shoot it with my gun, that'll do it. Um, And that doesn't... Yeah, it's like me playing a video game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which that's correct in video games. Yes, because you can you, save your game and reload. Yeah, you enter a new environment. You're like, I wonder what happens when I shoot everything in here. Okay, let's hit the quick save button and yep. then uh, just hit the trigger button and just absolutely go fucking nuts on the aiming mechanism. Yep. <laughs> what things will be damaged when I shoot in this room? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, in a uh, in a in a. A purportedly real situation that's a shit ass way to go about things we find out that the energy alien basically takes uh takes things away that it sees as a threat and wraps them up in what i called uh what if uh you froze somebody in carbonite but the carbonite was made of spaghetti yes that is what happened to him actually yeah 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 he got 
Jabba, Jabba the Pizza Hut. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, there is a character called Pizza the Hut in the in the movie Spaceballs. Haven't I haven't seen, seen it. it. Yeah, I know. I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> God, this God is a bad it. podcast. This is a fantastic podcast. <laughs> Listeners, whether you think this podcast is good or bad, get us on Twitter.com at okay. ChipFacts at LeoLikeNeil at HoisJackGun. Okay. Follow us on Instagram for spicy memes and t-shirts. Um, that is a hundred percent what an asteroid belt looks like. Is my no- my next note? And God, the, I <laughs> fucking hated this this B plot. The science fucking sucked shit. I fucking hated it. First of all, even if for whatever fucking reason there's a very dense asteroid belt, you you can just you can go up. Uh-huh. You can you just go? You can go to like like uh planetary north just yeah. go up and then slingshot that thing right into the sun you can exit the ecliptic yes exit your the space, ecliptic everybody your spaceship there's another t-shirt yes <laughs> uh yeah no there is uh there is a spaceship that is capable of trans uh, traveling between solar space systems. goes in three dimensions yep good lord and then when we get and also asteroid belts not like that I know. Like you can just you could absolutely just whip that fucking garbage ship into the sun and it would be fine. Yeah. You could do it from another star away and it would never hit anything. Space very big. I don't yeah. we talked about this earlier. I just want to hammer it again. Space very large place. Yeah, it's most big, it's big as shit. Most of space is nothing. Yes. Like the over I don't know the number Again, think of the biggest thing you can think of. It's bigger than that. Yep. Buy it like a lot. It's even bitter, bigger than my penis. Sure. <laughs> I was trying to think of. Uh, uh, I was trying to think of something like cutting and political, like uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz's ego. Damn, got him. Got his ass. Uh oh. Zing. <sighs> God. How's that burn feel, Raphael? Anyway, back on Star Trek, the next thing that I wrote down is that I fell asleep during Wesley's monologue. Um, yes. I, I mean, as you, you might be saying that facetiously. I actually did for a second. <laughs> I, I was starting to nod off for yeah. sure. Um, and uh, as, as always, pa- Patrick Stewart acts his fucking dick off, um, even with the <sighs> mediocre God. dynamic between them. Um the oh another thing that I noticed at some point in here is that uh, the med med kit that uh, that alien um, spaghetti captain uh, brought with him looks like it has a Triforce logo on it. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I just caught that out of the corner of my eye. Anyway, do you want to talk about um, Patrick Stewart's uh, speech about how being about? Telling Wes to make friends with the groundskeeper and boy, uh, I sure do. It's how, it's almost like you knew I was going to have some thoughts about this one. <laughs> how jealous <laughs> Patrick Stewart is that Wes gets to go to military school and yeah, yeah. I I, I caught I, I noticed that you were. Uh, this is this is yeah, the only thing feelings. in this episode that I actually want to fucking talk about because this is what we call noblesse oblige. Mm. 
it is the worst fucking form of liberalism that can exist because it is this idea that the people that work have some sort of special wisdom, which is fucking true. The people that build the world have an understanding of the world that they build that you don't because you your job is to move papers around and be friends with other people who move papers around. Okay, so you're talking about laborers versus politicians? Yes. Okay. Or commodities, traders, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawyers, you know. Yeah. So on and so forth. And I'm, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying no work gets done in the professional managerial class, because obviously it does, or it wouldn't exist. But this romanticism that they have of, well, the groundskeeper is the wisest guy. Okay. Why is he not the best paid guy? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like, why Why is he not the most valued person on your fucking campus? And the reason is because the people that do the most valuable work, and we've seen this over the last year, the people that do the most valuable work cannot be the people that get paid the most because then they could retire. Hmm. And it's valuable work, and we wouldn't, we would hate to have them retire because somebody else has to do their, somebody has to do that work. So if we pay them just shit, they'll never go on vacation, they'll never retire, they'll never take a day off because they're just barely getting by because they're a factory component. Right. They're not a person, they don't have a rich inner life. And then, and then you do this noblest oblige bullshit where you're like, well, they do have a rich in her life, and in fact, they can teach you a lot. But, you know, we got to keep them working because, okay. obviously, you know, like if they wanted, if they wanted paid vacation, they should have uh, tried to become a professor at the at the academy instead of being a groundskeeper. Right. Yeah, nah, that shit pisses me off. It, okay. it was it, it really I mean you're I have like I I have to because theoretically if we're taking the show at face value then we're living in a world because nobody like Starfleet and the Federation is a is is a post supposed to be mm-hmm. uh a you know post scarcity post post economic basically society well, no I mean no, there's always an economy, but but like post currency, right? Post market economy, yeah, yeah. Um, and so in theory, that guy is making the same amount of money as the president of the, of the Starfleet then, College. Then, then what special thing has he learned? Um, and and like what? Like I know, like I know, like Prima Fasci, like I I I get what you're saying, but like that's not why they wrote this they wrote this you're, because because it's like you're right the wisdom I, of the working man and right it's like no and this here's is, here's where i have like i'm defending star trek while not defending the writers of this episode because you're absolutely right the writers of this episode took that idea from the it, it's a fucking trope and the and yes. and the and the foundation of that trope yeah, the, back through the, history yeah, the trope is like yeah. hey do you ever talk to one of your slaves yeah they actually know some stuff you don't yeah you might you should yeah you, you should, should try talking to your slaves yeah sometimes 
that that's absolutely don't free the, them. Yeah, that's obviously that's the foundation <laughs> of the of the trope. Um, but I but yeah, I have to just as the official uh, liker of Star Trek, I, I feel that it's my responsibility to defend it within the universe of the show itself, and in theory, uh, within the world of Star Trek, it should be possible for without necessitating um you know a side-eyed glance uh for the groundspeeper the groundspeeper oh no never mind if he's the groundspeeper he should be arrested oh yeah no <laughs> it's just, we, I, I i i actually wait a second jean Luc. what does he know exactly i advocate for uh the abolition of the position of groundspeeper <laughs> um i don't know why we still have that in does, the 21st century <laughs> does he just carry around a map with all of the which women's <laughs> bathrooms have holes in them? Is that God? We had a couple groundspeepers at, at my high school. Oof. Unfortunately, um, oh, they tried to like really yes. like they tried to yes. do a porkies. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Because it turns out when you make somebody do brutally difficult and and unpleasant labor for five dollars an hour, you get groundspeepers. Oh fuck! Adults who were peeping on children. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant students, like in Porky's. Nope. And not that I'm standing up for the events of Porky's. <laughs> for the record, God, this is. Uh, it's wait. not okay. This to, is so off the fucking rails. It's not okay to do a Porky's, even if you're another student. But it's, it's also not okay to pay people sub subsistence wages to fucking clean up after you yes don't do either of those things do neither of those things <laughs> do not have wage slaves and do not peep in showers well <laughs> this has been don't do that <laughs> corner i was gonna say like we, we we have talked about having a recurring bit where i i talk about the moral of the episode and I think that's the moral of the episode. <laughs> okay. No okay. wage slaves and no peeping on showers. <laughs> yep. Um, also, so I uh, we we this 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 is my last note uh, is that we got the reminder that Wes is a very smart boy because um, he managed to use a tricorder to something something the alien energy thing and something something water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that's all you got from that scene too because I was like. Boy, I am not doing a good job on the oh, podcast no, no, of watching that is, the show. That is absolutely what happens. Okay. Wes was like, I figured out a thing with my tricorder that's going to make it go with frequencies. And sure. that's what he did. Okay. that's yeah. um, That was my scan of that scene, but I'm also tired. Yeah. No, um, I just to wanted it, to, to know that in honor of um wes of, of the reminder that wes is the mozart of science or whatever yes the mozart of ship i think we should start calling wes wolfgang from now on no he's not cool enough to pull off wolfgang wolfgang is not a cool name i know he's not cool enough to pull off Wolfgang. <laughs> sick burn okay sick burn Got his ass. <laughs> you got <Bong. laughs> <laughs> Bomb. Bomb. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, this is such a bad podcast. <laughs> this is the best. This is the only. Listen, good or bad, this it's is the, the only, only Star, Star Trek, Trek podcast, podcast about yeah. the expanse. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're stuck with us. Yep. We'll see you next week <laughs> when we talk about probably the expanse. <laughs> I should be into book two of the expanse by next week. Awesome. The the protovirus does a thing. Yeah. Probably I don't know. At, at the moment, um, Miller is on Eros, and it just did the thing where um, it can move. And uh, they're trying to track it down because they're pretty sure that it's headed for Earth. Oh, that scene ruled. Like yeah. when when she's like, "Don't you fucking touch me." Yeah, that's and then, so, and then yeah. teleports to the asteroid. Yeah, awesome. That didn't, so fucking cool. Yeah, in in the show, it was just Miller is on the surface of the asteroid, looking at the Nabu coming towards him, and then it just doesn't hit him. It it does it doesn't do the like no. Like, it it barely touches on the uh it it does not actually it doesn't accomplish what the book does with the concept of the station speaking um and he basically spends most of that time just kind of with like uh faint uh whispers from Julie in his back in the back of his mind uh yeah it is not, it's not as good yeah i'm becoming more and more convinced as as you tell me what about what happens on the show that the people that run the show uh, don't like books, have never read the books. I mean, don't understand what makes books good yeah, or bad. Honestly, what I th- what I think is that they they probably read them. They didn't read them through multiple times, and they also wanted to make it their own. So on multiple occasions, yeah, yeah, they yeah, either yeah. you know they changed a character. I mean, that's or, that's the biggest thing is like they wanted to make it their own, but they're not. They're not competent. They're not better at writing than the person who wrote the novel, the people who wrote the novels. Yeah. That's the, that at the end of the day is, is yeah, I think the, that's, the, that's what it really comes down to. Um, um, yeah. Because I would say that, I mean, going back to talking about um, uh, game of Thrones, like on game of Thrones, I think that in many cases, I think it's fair to say that the HBO writers did at, at least as good of a job. Uh, as George R. R. Martin did, like in points where they differ. No, I mean, like you, you, yes, and and by the time that they passed the books, it was a very different story than what was happening in the books. Right. But you can also basically trace the fall off in the quality of Game of Thrones to the second that they passed where the books were. That's true. And. And they and they yeah were yeah just when like, they didn't I have no like they clearly had no fucking idea what they were doing right no they had when they didn't have at least Martin's work as a framework yes um because yeah you're right the, uh, so uh, explicitly this talking is a Star about, Trek podcast about Game of Thrones and the Expanse <laughs> um, we could probably end this actually. yeah like I think this this I've, is sort of getting into the territory where it's like we could probably just hang out and have this conversation off mic <laughs> yeah but every time we do that we're like oh we should be recording this. Um. All right. I'm. I'm gonna. Uh. Go. We. We can go. Uh. Out. And. Um. I. I didn't think of a new sign out phrase for my new tradition of having a sign out phrase. Oh, uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, watch out for holes. That's our. Watch out for holes, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. We'll see you next week. Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? 
you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions, when every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy.